Hello guys, welcome back to Board Draw, and today we've got a very, very exciting video for you. We're going to be ranking all 20 Premier League managers in a little tier list. A spicy tier list. Spicy tier list. Exciting tiers, and we're joined by two very special guests. We've got Ben and Luke from the Corridor of Uncertainty podcast. Lads, how are you, how doing? you doing? Yeah, we're good, thank you. Thank oh, you yeah. for having us on. It's, it's a are pleasure to join you. Looking forward to the uh, the upcoming season. A lot of unknowns. Me, no. Not personally. After it's starting already, but uh, Ben, I guess, is... I'm still sceptical, to be honest, as well, yeah. That's all right. Once yeah. the season starts and the goals start coming in, the bevs start flowing, it's all part of the fun. But, um, yeah. yeah, let's get cracking on the tier list. So, basically, we're going to be ranking all 20 current Premier League managers ahead of the 22-23 season, and we've got five 23, tiers. 23 24 23-24. Shit, you know, I'm getting old. Um, ahead <laughs> of the season... We've got five tiers that we can put them in. At the very bottom, the tier is sacked before October for all those super shocking managers. And then the tier above that is bang average, where we'll just lump every single manager that we have no idea what to expect from them, lump them in there. And then the tier above that is keep an eye on. These managers are not the final package, but one to keep an eye on if you put in your all stocks. All those in who might throw up a little surprise. Exactly. Keep an eye on them. Top tier, we're talking about your Champions League managers. The ones with pedigree. The one with pedigree. Although I think it should be less what they have done, more what we expect from them this season. You've got to right. argue your point. But yeah, I'm up for a debate. And then at the top, we'll stick one manager at the GOAT section. Seems pretty self-explanatory, but we'll get to that when we get to that. We're going to be working yeah. away alphabetically through the Premier League table. And starting off, we have none other than the man who's picked up the first trophy of the season in Mikel Arteta. My guy, my bloody guy. Boys, where do you sit on Mikel Arteta? I mean, he's got to be top tier, I think. Um, yeah, I don't think there's many, much argument about it. He's, he's done big things. He's taken, says him, taken, him, it's taken him a while, but he's, he's, he's there. And he beat yeah. Pep yesterday. <laughs> yeah, Pep. no, I totally agree. I think he's not... He's definitely not the final package yet, is he? He's like two, two and a bit years into his managerial um, career. But I think you can already see in that like two years that he is like, not, I don't want to like gas him up too much, but you can tell he's like a special manager. He's in... obviously worked under Pep Guardiola. So you're going to have a massive head start there anyway. And I think we've seen from him, we've seen tactical flexibility. We've seen him sort of introduce different ways of motivating his players. Um, the most memorable one is probably the Liverpool, the Anfield. Uh, we got a bloody dog at the training ground now. So yeah, that win. Yeah. So yeah, I, I, <laughs> win. Yeah, no, I, I think I think top tier is probably just there about. For me, I'd have him, yeah, bordering on keep an eye on. Oh, he's so rude. Nah, he's a top tier manager, in my opinion. No, I get that. Um, I, was, I, I kind of... <laughs> about, if it goes badly, Arsenal fans will be saying, I'll tether out again by Christmas. I was thinking... There'll be it's just, like before October, but he's bought a lot of players. He's <laughs> yeah, lot maybe. Of he's signed like two hundred million pounds worth of players. He's got a lot to to sort out. He does. We said on the pod that it is like trophy time now, isn't it? Like yeah. he can't and afford really, really another season where he doesn't win anything. He's got to get something over the line this season. The problem is though, like it, it, where does the where do you draw the line between? Right, we've competed. We've competed with Man City in the Premier League. Imagine if they go on to get a Champions League semi-final, but you don't win anything again this season. Where where did you draw the line? Yeah. And also, in the league, 
the only like I know City are still going to be unbelievable. So if you exactly. don't like, the only way is down. Like if like if you're going to challenge City, you've got to do uh, like incredible things. But for me, if you fin- if finish third and like pick up a pick up a trophy or do a decent Champions League run, that's still progress. If you're challenging agree, again. Yeah then I think that's good enough, in in my opinion. Yeah, I agree. It is so contextual, isn't it? Like, some fans will think second and a decent trophy, uh, a decent, like, Champions League run is enough. Some fans won't think that's enough. So it's kind of like, you just kind of where you sit on that fence. And I think for me, I'd take, I'd, I wouldn't be happy with a trophyless season, but if I saw us, like, compete for the league again and have, like, a nice run in the Champions League or the FA Cup or whatever, I wouldn't, like, be fuming about it. Obviously, you want trophies. And I think that can't happen for like three seasons in a row. We can't do that last year, this year, and the year after. Eventually, he's got to win a trophy or someone's going to be thinking like, yeah. you're the problem. But I think right now, he's doing top tier stuff. He's rebuilt the squad in a top tier way. And I'd be happy to shove him in the top tier ranking. We all agreed on top tier? Yeah, yeah let's get him there. All <laughs> what right. a guy. Moving on next, we have a former Arsenal manager, current manager of Aston Villa. We have Unai Emery. I'm going to start. I think he's a keep an eye on. Maybe even more, but I don't know. Where do you stand? I mean, he's he's got... I think he's probably keep an eye on just about. But if he comes out with a, with a Conference League trophy, which, I mean, he likes a cheeky European trophy. I think he's got three he of them. He loves a European already. trophy. Yeah, yeah. So if he can get another one in the locker with Aston Villa, who have, he's, last season had the same squad as Gerard, who had them in the, in the bottom three. So... I mean, he's done incredible things. He's very close to top tier. Yeah, I, I agree. I think he's in between those two, isn't he? Top tier and keep yeah. an eye on. Yeah, for me, I, I'm. I, I don't know if his pedigree is even higher than Mikel Arteta's. Oh, maybe. that's rude. No, it definitely is. It definitely is. <laughs> I, I mean, my guy's got like what four Europa leagues with Sevilla or whatever it is. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, he. I think he's an outstanding manager. I just wonder how he can do it when he's got all the funds at his disposal. Like if he went to a top, top team, if he went to a Real Madrid or a Man City, how would he fare with the ability to sort of have infinite spend? And uh, so you, you think PSG he's more of a little guy manager? He was exactly. Yeah, yeah so, no, yeah. that's true. No, yeah, that's true. But PSG, we've seen managers go there and struggle. Even Tuchel, yeah. Pochettino, yeah. other managers who we would probably put in top tier as well. But then you couple the PSG run with the run at Arsenal. And I, I think the Arsenal run kind of got blown out of proportion. I don't think it was as bad as some people make out, but it wasn't great. Um, so to couple that with the PSG run, he had two, like two pretty shocking managerial runs in a row mm-hmm. and then kind of had to reboot his career at Sevilla. Yeah, no, was I agree. He, was he the one that followed Wenger as well? Yeah, exactly. Which is just well, a recipe for disaster, yeah. really, isn't it? Yeah. There yeah. was so much expectation on the following on from the Wenger era, wasn't there? Just, yeah, but yeah, I, I mean, for me, I'm I could happen. I could have him and keep an eye on if that's where you guys. I want think him. keep an eye he's on for now, isn't and he? then if we look at the list later and we think, nah, he's better than all these bozos, yeah. we'll move him up. Yeah, yeah, right. Um, third, we're talking Bournemouth, who have gone quite exciting with a managerial appointment. We were quite okay fans of. Gary O'Neill. We didn't think he was doing... He, he wasn't moving mountains, but he was doing a pretty solid job. I think he was and, doing more than what was expected of him. Yeah. Pretty ballsy move from the uh, the Bournemouth higher-ups to get rid of him and get in Iriola. He's a bit of an unknown quantity to the Prem, definitely, but I assume to most people. But he comes in with like quite an exciting CV. 
And I oh, know, where do you sit on Iraola? I reckon he's, he's got to be, he'll either be sacked before October or he'll be at least keep an eye on. I, I'm excited from Bournemouth because we were, we were kind of drafting our Premier League predictions earlier today. And so I we, yeah. After, after like the Villa Brighton tier, yeah. like that level and, and Newcastle, there's, it's anyone's game for the rest of the league. Like, Genuinely, you could put yeah, someone yeah. in ninth when they go down or you could put someone in 18th and, and they and they really challenge for the top half. So totally agree, I yeah. think Bournemouth could be one of those sides if if they hit the ground running that contest that. And I I wonder if I'd like to put him in keep an eye on because I'm quite excited and they've been bold and they've obviously put a decent amount of money in it. But then there's not a lot of Premier League experience signings coming through the door, which could cause carnage, but it mm. could be unbelievable. So I, I think keep an eye on. But if he's, I wouldn't be. Shocks if he was sacked before October. I've I really like what you said about. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, he, kind of like he, like. he was really sought after after his time at uh, well during his time at Real Vallecano. Like, yeah, and I'd really like what you said about hit that gap after those sort of Newcastle, yeah, like Brighton, yeah. and I think we we, we yeah we was drafting our uh, Premier League team predictions. Uh, sorry, Premier League ten predictions earlier. And you look at teams like West Ham, like Everton, like Wolves, who were up there or thereabouts. And in terms of their progressive mindset, they've they're being leapfrogged by teams like Bournemouth, who are going, they're aiming higher. Hmm. They're going slightly more progressive and, and they're, they're going out of their comfort zone to try and push themselves to that next level, which is, is what we like to see. And I think this could be a really, really talented appointment from them. I think he's such a forward-thinking manager and I think it matches the mentality that a club are trying to take, especially you look at, they've signed a fantastic progressive manager and they're signing fantastic progressive players. And it hopefully will gel really well for them. I think, like you said, though, if they start the season with like three losses on the bounce, I, I can see everyone shitting themselves and thinking, nah, let's just quickly get in a Where's mercenary like Sam Allardyce or someone. Yeah. So it for could me, be sat before Christmas, but I do me, reckon he's one he is well. He's... He's jumping over bang average and he could very much be in sat before Christmas, but I would like to keep an eye on him. Yeah. We'll it reminds me of, of like when Potter's like Hewton leaving Brighton and getting Potter, it was a bit of an unknown. The yeah. football was great. They still, they still had a relegation battle, but the football was worth it. And then after that, so they still might be down there, but it's going to be way better. And if they had O'Neill, they would definitely be down there. So yeah. it's kind of like, although it's a big risk, it's also, they were going to be down there anyway, so why not try and progress over the next few exactly seasons? Exactly that. Yeah, that's what we were saying about in our prediction video about Crystal Palace. It's like, it's weird that they gave Hodgson another year because like, yeah. worst case scenario, you take the leap and do something exciting or you just be stuck in where you were anyway. But that's neither here nor there. This is one for the QPR fans now because we've got Brentford up next. Thomas Frank, where do we sit on Thomas Frank as a manager? Prison. He's gone. Sack it. Sack him. No. He's bang average. He's good manager. He's bang average. Oh, do you think he's bang average? Yeah, yeah. I I think so as well. Oh, okay. So I think he's uh, well. The if we pretend though, keep like, an eye on his good manager, for me, he's, manager. he's right between that keep an eye on a bang average. But we know what he's about. Mm. But only team to do the double over City last season. Yeah. But what do you win I from that? Nothing. So but average, you win my ratings. 
he's done great. There's like there's no like they you can't deny that and with the squad that he's got. But I think without Toady it's gonna be tough. And again, when I was doing my prediction, I'm like they're up there. I'm I'm like they might finish tenth, but it's not because they're good. It's because everybody yeah. else is terrible. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. And the problem is they're like they're such a well run club. I don't know how much of their success is down to him or yeah. down to fantastic recruitment or just a brilliant sort of atmosphere around the club. Obviously, they've got a brand new stadium. They've got a great community around them. As much as I hate to say it, as a QPR fan, they're everything that we're not at the minute. And, it's, yeah. and, it, and yeah, but for me, I think he, he's, a, he's a very, he's a, he's a good manager. He's Should we say manager. he's probably the best of the bang average? Yeah, you, you're not, you're not a Premier League manager. You don't get someone like Brentford promoted and keep them in the Premier League for two seasons and perform how they did. They've taken some big without, steps yeah, without time. without being a good manager. But is he is he like exciting me anymore? I don't know. I think his tenure there, maybe he's just it is safe, isn't it? Yeah, the he's next not done step, anything wrong. I don't know where he goes next because he he has to take Brentford into Europe, but or mm. go somewhere else. But I don't know. Who takes him like next in, in the Premier yeah. League? Well, like Ben, when Spurs didn't have a manager and you were linked to Thomas Frank, where did you sit on that? Me? Yeah. I'm a Liverpool fan. I've got no idea. <laughs> oh, I thought you were a Spurs fan. <laughs> no chance. Absolutely not. No. No, no, who gives a fuck? Let's move on then. <laughs> no, he's bang average. Well, he's Klopp. Okay, oh, when Klopp gets sacked before Christmas. Oh, I wouldn't yeah, be having him there. No, I think basically it's a sort of like. He's a bit of a cult hero around Brentford because of what he's done. Yeah, exactly. But it's not going to be pushing for Europe, especially not this season with like other teams like Brighton, yeah. Villa, even like Newcastle, and then the top six on top of that, challenging. But then he's not bad enough to get relegated. I think he's sort of like, he'll linger around the Prem for years, never do anything yeah. incredible, but never do anything awful. Um, and then he'll eventually have one bad season and go. A bit like Ralph Hassenhutl, really, is what I'd say. I think so as well, yeah. That's, that's, that's a, a good very, shout, that's a very yeah, that's apt a good comparison. Shout. Right, let's move on to one of the most exciting newcomers in the Premier League. We've got Brighton and Roberto De Zerbi. That was shocking. Oh, but yeah, I think he's Zerbi. top I think Do he's you? top four. Yeah. There's already been such an improvement from him, uh, from Potter to him. Like yeah. even in like half a season, he's just. How do you improve? Like, how do you improve so drastically from Potter, who was doing such great things at that yeah. club? Like their recruitment, not just in their their players, but their managerial recruitment is so yeah. spot on. They were put in such a terrible position where, like, they, Chelsea were like, "We're going to take Potter, and we're going to take all his backroom staff, yeah. and basically rinse your club. We're going to take Cucurella, <laughs> and just all right, yeah, see you later." And then they've just gone. Yeah, we, we we could do better. Yeah, they got <laughs> him deserved. And he he's so highly regarded by managers like Pep Guardiola. Pep, I think, already said the Premier League. No one's changed the Premier League like Deserby since probably Pep joined. Yeah, and before that, probably Wenger. You know, so like, no, he is that guy, isn't he? Massive, oh, massive. He's playing props. some outrageous football. He's getting a lot out of a little at the moment. Like that Brighton squad, you kind of look at it, and there's no like superstars, but. He's turning these kind of pretty average-looking players into superstars, and at a level like Brighton, that's kind of all you want is you want to make the most out of your players, and then either they go on to bigger things, and you get in loads of cash, 
or you do well as a club. And they're doing a bit of both at the moment, which is... But then he's also not like holding players down as well. Like, it's like, yeah, yeah, you can have Kaiseido, but you're going to have to give us 100 million for him. Like, I I respect that. It's like, if he doesn't want to be here, fine, but you've got to cough up. Otherwise, you know, it's fine. We'll go spawn another... Ecuadorian, yeah, exactly. Ecuadorian pipeline. And just definitely going to be like a ninety million pound player by the end of the season. Yeah, yeah. Like they just seem to get it right every time. Are we happy to put Roberto De Zerbi in top tier? Top tier yeah, alongside nice. my boy Mikel Arteta. Is he, is he above or below Mikel Arteta? I don't know. We'll get there eventually. Uh, Burnley, right? Burnley with massive headed Vincent Company. Where do you sit on the Premier League new boys? I mean. He's got to be keep an eye on. I think he's definitely the most promising of the three that came up. But Luke's head he is hasn't, he hasn't shaking. proved anything more than more than Frank has. So I'd, it's harsh to put him above him because he hasn't done anything. Yeah, but I, I think they'll be absolutely fine, and I'm, I'm, I would like to keep an eye on him. Yeah, I I agree with you. I think he's a keep an eye on. I think he played quite exciting football, but obviously, like. You could, you've got to take that with a pinch of salt because his squad was so much better than the championship. Yeah. So you can probably play exciting football when your squad is like definitely better. It's like, can you keep that up when you go from the best squad in the league to the worst squad in the league or one of the worst squads in the league? And it's like, does he have that kind of managerial nous to handle that kind of flip to the other end of the table? It's, I think I'm putting bang average. I'd, I'd, I would take Frank over him, to be honest. I agree. Um, 100% agree with you. I think... Yeah. For me, anyway, I think there are too many talented managers in the Premier League for this man to be a keep an eye on. I don't think he's done... He's done a fantastic job at Burnley, but you look at the players they had in that squad last season. Mm. Yeah. It, it, I mean, it's it would have been rude. It's nothing, nothing ridiculous, is it? Well, that's, that's fact, what yeah. I mean. Like We've seen shocking managers be able to get promoted because the teams that they go down with are just so far superior. Like, the the gap is a whole other debate, but the gap is just ridiculous. Like, yeah. the parachute payments are... They should have a league of their own. Like, we'll get on to Paul Heckenbottom, but he's a fucking shit manager and he's got a team <laughs> promoted, so... Yeah, and for me, I think he... Company was... He, he had a hard sort of run in that he went to Anderlecht as a player and then went to play a manager and there was a manager and... It is, it's a big job for like so early in your career. And I think he's done okay. I don't think mm. he blew anyone's socks off. I think he had like a 40% win rate. And I, mm. I, I don't think he was blowing socks off in a league where Anderlecht and like, I don't know who else. Genk. Like probably. Genk, yeah. Are like, just so, Anderlecht though are the dominant team. Yeah. And then, yeah, Burnley's team was massive. For me, I, I'm, I'm happy to like, keep on the border, keep an eye on. Because this season is so telling for him. Like, we don't know enough yet. Yeah. But I'm saying for now, if I were to put my horses in one basket. Yeah. I mean, I'm, uh, wait, why Bang are you average. putting horses in a basket? Is that, is yeah. that, a, I've got a massive it? basket. So, yeah. in a stable, mate. Um, <laughs> I, I deal with horses. Yeah, no, I totally agree with um, the fact that I think Thomas Frank is a better manager. So, for us to rate yeah, yeah. company higher would be. That's fine. Blasphemy. Um, Chelsea with new boy. Well, actually not new boy. Semi-new boy. Maurizio Pochettino. This is an interesting one because I feel like the jury's out on Pochettino where some people think he's the best thing since sliced bread and other people think he's pretty overrated, a.k.a. me. Where do you stand on Maurizio Pochettino? Uh, I think this is another one we could be split. 
I, I like, really like Poch, and I think for the okay. the turmoil that they've come out of, it could be perfect. But again, it's Chelsea; they're a mess, and he could be sacked Reeks of sacked by, he's sacked by October. Yeah, yeah. I think the problem is sacked by October is going to be so barren because no, none of us want to be ballsy enough to make a play. I'm ballsy enough. Shove him in sacked by October. I think he's like <laughs> he's bordering. He's I think he's better than Emery. Better than Emery. Oh, I think. Okay, so I think, talk to me about that though. What has he done? I just I like bro vibes vibes. <laughs> what actually. do you mean vibes? Nah, he um he took a very average Tottenham team yep. to a Champions League final, a Champions League semi final, a second place finish. Has he not achieved more than Arteta? I mean, his career is probably about triple the length at the moment. But um... no, I know. But he also didn't manage for like what like season. That's his prerogative. It's because he stunk it up at PSG. I think he's Just a great man manager, like managing yes. like players like Deli Alley. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, even at Southampton, he was pretty good at getting the best out of players that we inevitably would sign for ridiculous money. But um, I just think I used to, I was, I used to think he was the best thing since since Sizebeb. Since he went to PSG, I was a bit like, oh, which I know is tougher yeah. than it sounds because PSG. Well, we said the same for Emery. Characters. We let Emery off for PSG. I know, but. Yeah, I don't know. I'd say maybe, maybe keep an eye on. I don't think he's average. I think he's better. Yeah, and it's either keep an eye on or sack before October, isn't it? <laughs> For me, I think he's at the very top of keep an eye on. We know what he's about. Very top of keep an eye on. But he has, okay. he has to prove it this season. And I think from what I've seen from the preseason, he's got it looking far, far better than Graham Potter or Frank Lampard did. And I think that got, mm. if you had Graham Potter in here, where would you have him in keep an eye on? Probably. I'm so going to put him in keep an eye on. Nestled right between Iraola and Emery. We'll come to discuss it later. But we'll come to discuss that later, indeed. So after Chelsea, we've got Crystal Palace, and we kind of touched on Roy Hodgson earlier. But Roy Hodgson kind of steadied the ship after Patrick Vieira. Um, what do you think is Roy Hodgson's kind of remit? I like Roy. Is it just boring football when I like big place Roy, Roy, I think he will do a good job. He thinks he can do a good Roy impression. No, I think he will be sat by Christmas or before October. Sat before October. What do you boys think? I don't. I, I think he's a safe pair. Why think... did you put October, man? That's so soon. Yeah, I was going kind of savage. I should have done before yeah, Christmas. Sat but... before Christmas. Yeah. Yeah. Who cares? I, I think he he just stinks a bang average. Like it just that's <laughs> it does, it? the definition. Like I, don't, I think Palace will be fine again. His the squad was good, and also when he came in, they were decent. I mean, obviously new manager bounce and that, but he knows what he's doing. They score goals. Um, they've got enough going forward to be exciting. And he'll sort out the back, so I think they'll be fine. But I don't. I'm not keeping an eye on him. I know what he's about. He's yeah, been there. No, literally, yeah, I, yeah. I, I think I agree with you. Um, I think there is literally nothing to keep an eye on. There, yeah, the, he's such <laughs> a known quantity. Like, his, that, like there is like literally his heart no rate point. or something. I don't yeah. know. <laughs> genuinely, you can't be a manager for 50 years and still be keeping an eye on. We, do, we know got, what we expect. Boy, you see them on the training ground, though. You probably do a job now that Zaha's left. Um, <laughs> left wing. Yeah, I'm, the problem is I'm looking at who we've got left to pick for and I'm thinking I don't want to overpopulate the stat before October. We'll rejig it but, all later, to be fair. But I think he is better than the, the managers I would have there. Yeah. Yes, I agree. Right, next, we've got the man who saved Everton from relegation last season, Mr. Sean Dyche, a man who is rated by many. But just how good is he? I think he's one of those where, like, you rate him when he's not your manager, but when he's your club's manager, you're kind of like, oh, I wish we could do a little bit better than that. 
I agree. I think he's bang average, to be honest with you. Um, I just think, like, well, you say he saved him from relegation, but was it more that the other three teams were more bad? I would I probably say, agree, yeah. yeah. The squad was too good to go down, and they just needed someone to kind of remind those players that you're actually just not shit. Yeah. Yeah. Try a little bit harder, and, is and he that like, is Sean Dyke. Is he like the very top one percent of relegation saving managers? Is he like? Is he in the same like echelon as like a Steve Bruce or a Sam Allardyce, where day. you bring in just to like try and stay up? Yeah, he's like. Is he the top? Tier. Is he like the goat of that? <laughs> yeah, we I think, do yeah. yeah, yeah. I think he's not <laughs> that, but I think he he with Everton and the lack of money, I think he'll he'll fall into that category because mm. I think he had the opportunity after Burnley to like reinvent himself but he's gone to another club where he's going to have to do exactly the same thing and now he's going to like now he is going to be stuck in that category yeah that's such a good point actually so what are we saying bang average yeah and definitely. that's because he keeps bringing bang average teams that's his so role like get an exciting <laughs> job mate yeah <laughs> I'd have him at Rangers any day. <laughs> All right, so next, would you? Yeah, to be fair, I think so. I think, Mate, yeah, when you I had have, that manager... I, I would have me over Gareth Ainsworth. Come on. <laughs> you haven't got connection I, to people doing the hacker. I, I would I would give chat GPT... The job. The job. <laughs> <laughs> right. Up next, we've got Fulham, whose manager was getting sniffed around by Saudi Arabia, but he said, no, fuck that. I'm going to turn down unlimited money to stay in Fulham and earn... Still a pretty decent penny, to be fair. Marco <laughs> Silva, what yeah. are you saying about him? For me, yeah, um, this is just... We have to be quite harsh here because I've given him all the plaudits in my like Premier League predictions for the season. But he is a step below uh, like a top-tier manager. I think we know what he's about. He is a really good manager, but I don't know whether he... like Fulham. He definitely can't take Fulham to European football, I don't think. Is he sat before October then? I, no, he's not sat before October. Is he better than Bang Average? Probably. Is he better than Thomas Frank? In my opinion, yeah. yes. Oh, but that's a controversial one. I think. I think if you got the problem is though we're like comparing Iraola to like we don't Marco even know Silver. who Iraola is, and we're saying he's better than Marco Silva <laughs> and Thomas Frank. So I... maybe for me, keep an eye on to be kind. Maybe the blower end to keep an eye on. I think we know it's about, but. I think yeah, he's but... bang average, to be fair. I'm being really pessimistic. I just think, like, uh, where did they finish? Like, mid-table? Below yeah. them, there's about three or four teams that maybe you could say were underachieving, like West Ham, for example. I think I'd take David Moyes over him. We'll go on to that. Chelsea. Um, Chelsea, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Great. We love to see it. Um, Wolves as well. Like, all of these teams, were un- even Palace, were underachieving. And mm. therefore, he looked better, but he never did anything special. There weren't like incredible Fulham performances. There was a couple of players that would be like, "Oh, that'd be a nice player to have around," like your Mitrovic or probably Paulini as the standout. Mm. But I, I think if he'd have gone to Saudi Arabia, they could have got someone in who was pretty similar level to him. No, nah, I think if he'd gone to Saudi Arabia, I would be putting Fulham in a relegation battle. And because he's there, I'm not. So I think he's better than bank average. Oh, so what are we saying? Top end of bang average or low end of keep an eye on? I reckon let's put him top end of bang average and we can maybe do a little rejig at the end to see if... Uh, Sounds yeah. good to me. Yeah. See what yeah. we're going to do. Apparently Thomas Frank is stuck in bang yeah. average. You can't. Right. <laughs> Up next. Now that I know you support Liverpool, Ben, where do you want to oh. put Jurgen Klopp? Um, 
I'd love to put him in goat, but that's not going to happen because there's another chap coming up in a minute, so I can't. Um, so he'll have to go top tier, I'm afraid. Are we? Are we saying we can't have two goats? Yeah, we can't. Absolutely, say we can't have two goats. That's right. Well, then he is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's he... only one goat. But I agree that he is the Jürgen top of top tier. Is isn't he? very top tier. Very, very top tier. When I Liverpool think... were having a bit of a stinker. Where did you stand on Jurgen Klopp? I said I'd thought... get rid of everybody else in the club before Klopp. Yeah, Guaranteed. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can't. He's a bit annoying when he moans. You're just there like, oh, yeah, shut up, man. What are you on yeah. about? Those bright, but then also, it's like, I'd rather it was him than Salah saying, I've had enough, I want to go. Or I, 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 I trust him. I trust him. He's the best thing that's happened to the club in the last however many years. Agreed, um, yeah, yeah. I think he made some. He's a bit stubborn, and he makes some stupid decisions, which is why he's not the goat. Like saying, uh, "Well, we don't need a midfield. Let's put all our hope in getting Bellingham in the next summer. Not getting Bellingham, then it's like, uh oh." Mm. But if after Pep, you'd take him over every other manager in my eyes. Um, only man who's ever challenged Pep, only beating him to a champ, uh, Premier League. So yeah. he's got to be there. Yeah, for me, he is. I think probably the second best manager in the world. Yeah. I, I don't know anyone else who really gets to his or Pep's level. I think if we put the shoe on the other foot and Pep was in charge of Liverpool and Klopp were in charge of Man City, would Man City still be as dominant? I don't know. I think Pep has a little... He's. Yeah. I think Pep's a better like club manager. Like Pep, Pep clearly has, is better off at identifying players... He's better off at working with his staff in terms yeah, of like master tactically. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. You saw how even during this season when Haaland wasn't firing for that, that, that sort of like period after his initial like few games, where Pep sort of re, re sort of jigged the system. He started doing this in, like inverted right back box midfield. Now everyone's doing it. Mm. Whereas Klopp sort of followed on late on with doing that with. Trent pushing into the midfield. He's tried, he really struggled to get Trent and Robertson firing, which were two of mm. your biggest assets in the last five seasons. So Too stubborn. Too stubborn. Like, yeah. Definitely. And I completely agree with you. So that, for me, he is the top of top tier. Top yeah. of top tier. And he's very unfortunate that there is one big bald-headed man who's just <laughs> stealing the plaudits. <laughs> coming up. Just before that big bald guy, we've got the other end of the scale. We've got Luton Town and their manager, what? Rob Edwards. Who? I'm all right. Who? <laughs> Indeed. I'm all right with him. I I oh, said I quite like him, but I don't think I don't think he can compare to some of them. I think the Prem is so stacked at the moment with managers that are really good that even managers like Rob Edwards, who are probably all right, just look so much worse because the calibre is so high at the moment. Bro, you don't. You're not a good. You can't be a bad manager if you get Luton promoted to the Premier League. Exactly. And like you literally were sacked in the, at the beginning of the season. <laughs> like you, you, you snaked your first club, yeah, the club who gave you your chance, who you've done so well with. You snaked them to get the Watford to go job. to the Watford job, and then you get sacked by the notorious board at Watford who just sack every man, woman, and child, and then you go to their biggest rivals and just completely shut down the show. Flex on you like your biggest biggest rivals and just getting promoted they haven't been to the premier league since what like the the eight like 70s or 80s yeah mental it's incredible however like you say the the standard is so high i think he's bag average yeah yeah 
Yeah, I, I, th- I think they they can't sack him. I don't because I don't th- see where else they go. I think they're pretty yeah, committed yeah. to this like three year kind of plan. Maybe go down and go back up again, or have an unbelievable season this season. But yeah, agree. Can't go any higher than bang average because he yeah, hasn't for done me though. Really. Out of all the three promoted teams, I think he might be my most excited manager. Mm, yeah, I think I, I think I like him. I think he's got more about him than Vincent uh, Company. Yeah, potentially. Guess time will tell. I'm interested in the championship for a, a weekend a season when the Prem hasn't started yet. We just <laughs> yeah. went to Plymouth to watch Plymouth Huddersfield. And, I saw, yeah. Um, that was it. No, <laughs> so oh, here's my my uh, annual championship enjoyment. That's your charity um, done for the year. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a snob. Right, right. It's time. We're not getting, We don't even have to have a discussion. We've got Man City. We've got. Pep Guardiola, and I think he's getting sacked before October. <laughs> <laughs> lost the community how do you, shield. How do you compete with the treble? It's like, where do you go from there? You got he's to lost, sack lost him. The, he's lost the community shield, mate. Yeah. Quadruple win. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nathan Jones. I oh, know. <laughs> Nathan Jones actually saved us from a treble, which is mental <laughs> to think. Because yeah, yeah. he is a rat. <laughs> um, but yeah, what, what else do we say about Pep? He's, he's just the goat, isn't he? Is he the best of all time? Is he the best of all time? No, oh, you're not having that. No. I think he's up there. I think he might be for me. Yeah, I think uh, he probably is. I think he is as well. Not for me. But who, who, wait, who, who, who is? Alex? I'll always prefer Jose. To be honest, I'll oh really? Jose. Not even like. Why would you pick Sir Alex? To be fair, but um, I like yeah. Wenger as well. I preferred Wenger to be honest. Like all I'll Love say, that. just this is gonna this is gonna cause uproar probably, and I don't entirely agree with it. Pep, go somewhere where you can't spend bazillions of pounds. I go think where that's a very no good money. point, to be fair. Go where there's no yeah. messy. Go where there's no money. See what happens next. Like you say, if he'd have gone to Liverpool, maybe he would be in a different position without having uh, 250 million pounds spent every season. I do I, I do agree with you to a, cent, to, like, to a point. But yeah. it, every, there are so many other teams here in the Premier League alone who have access to maybe not the same wealth, but to the same technical staff, to the same pool of players, to the same recruitment. And Pep seems to, every time he buys a player, seems to get it right. And I don't think he's just getting, he's not just getting given players to work with. Mm. He clearly knows what he needs. And he's gone out like recently and he's, he's clearly asked for Guardiola to get a young left-footed centre-back because he knows how rare they oh, are. Please, he knows, Daddy, buy me he the knows best what they need. The and they've gone out and done it. And it's not like they're buying stupid places for stupid money mm. all the time. I mean, that was. Guardiola is, is, yeah, a, is expensive. He's already bought them all. In the previous seasons, you know, like his first couple of seasons in charge, he spent a lot more than he had to because he's already exactly. got all these players. Uh, yeah, I, don't yeah, agree, it, it, I don't agree with myself at all. I'm just trying to play devil's advocate. And yeah, no, I totally agree. Different. I think there is a, a point to be had about, like, now that he's won the treble at City. Go take a couple of years out, find himself, go Thailand or something, then come back I want to and go do to like, like new Pep. Milan. Do new Pep and go to like, not a bang average team. Go, like, like, go like Lazio, man. Go Lazio. Yeah, go like to like a, a middling team. Go to like Sevilla. Mate, or, he would yeah. still do it though. Well, maybe, but no, it would be would. nice to see. Yeah. He would. He's just that good. Get him over there. <laughs> I've heard there's a lovely job about to open up in uh, West <laughs> London. <laughs> Right, following one bald manager to another, Eric Ten Hag. Uh, where do you stand on him and his time in charge of Man United? I think he might be a bit of a fraud. 
Oh. I think he sat and oh. over as well. <laughs> um, I just, I'm not, I'm not convinced. I'm not convinced. He, he did what he should have done last season. He didn't. I, I don't think he should have done like, like he didn't. It wasn't a great season. They said it was like it was portrayed as some sort of amazing season. He got in the top four of Man United and was nowhere near a title race. So, Worst defeat in their history. I think they shipped six goals twice. It's like, yeah, fair enough. He got them playing okay football and got them in the Champions League. But I think the Champions League spots were pretty easy to get if you're competing. Well, we need to court them and we've had the worst season of our lives. Exactly that. I'm just, Um, I'm going to play the devil's advocate here. Okay. That was Ben's role, mate. No, that he he was going for the other bald man. Okay. You can't you can't be mixed with your bald men. <laughs> I've like already that. had one bald um, tonight. <laughs> yeah. So he came in and I think he had a massive job on his hands. And I'm not saying I don't think that job was that. I'm big. not saying that they because Man United they've had the issue of they spent they spent so much money and they bought in absolutely just wash players. Yeah. And he yeah. came in and he had to deal with the whole Ronaldo thing. He's got Harry Maguire saying, "Where's my captain? Our band's gone." Like who knows? <laughs> no one really knows what's going on. And then he's had to follow. Sorry, these these are the last managers since Sir Alex Ferguson, yeah. And tell me which one of them plays good football. So Sir Alex Ferguson left in 2013. You had David Moyes in 2014. Does he play good football? No. Louis Van Gaal, notoriously terrible football. Just ask any Dutch person in the world. Jose Mourinho, almost anti-football, mm. especially United parked the bus. Oli Gunnar Solskjaer, how the how he was ever in that job is a miracle because he was terrible at Cardiff. Mm. So like, but his best finish was still better than Ten Hag's last season. Thank, thank you. However, yeah, but he's then had to take these players who have not played good football in a decade, yeah, and then try and mold them into somewhat. But of these players aren't yeah? bad players. But then he brought in his players he wanted, yeah. So I know, like, the worst one of them is Anthony. Anthony yeah, reeked. he reeked. But Casemiro <laughs> was so good. So good yeah. for last season. He's probably the best DM in the league behind Rodri. Oh, oh. He nah. does not agree with He's, you. He's Casemiro is on fraud watch as well. He, he can't. I like that. I like that. He got Marcus Rashford firing. I think Marcus Rashford's he had, on fraud he had, watch. He came in there. And they were for, like, a yeah. for a yeah, month. Yeah, exactly. I think Marcus yeah. Rashford's <laughs> shy. I'll, 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 I'll go, agree with you to a degree. Huh? Like, you more goals than Saka? Oh, I don't know. Probably. Yeah, he did. But... But also, Saka nearly won a Premier League. Exactly. I'll agree with so, you. So, did, so wait, then Rashford did it in a worse team? Oh. He's like the only goal outlet in that team. <laughs> I mean, there's arguments to be had here. I think the fact to say that he's bang average is wrong. I think he's at least a keep an eye on. Would you? Who yeah. would you rather have in charge of your club, yeah? Mauricio Pochettino or Ten Hag? Pochettino. Yeah, I agree. I'd rather would Poch. You? Really? I'd probably, go, I'd probably go Ten Hag. Well, okay, should we put, put a poll out there? So, where are we ranking this guy? I'm going sack before October. <laughs> I've got... Yeah, go on. I'm, I'm up with that. I'll agree with that. Let's go, go Get him in there. Get look, him in sack before It'll look good in the thumbnail. United fans, suck my dick. Right. Up next. <laughs> Newcastle fans. The whole integrity of this podcast is taking a nose. Down. There was no integrity from the beginning. Jesus Christ. We've been biased from the beginning. Right. You've got him below Roy Hodgson, man. <laughs> <laughs> um, Eddie Howe. What are we saying about Eddie Howe? He had an absolute bloody barnstormer last season. Um, Newcastle Champions League for the first time in 20 years. He's top tier, isn't he? Or is he? Yeah. Yeah, he is. He has to be. I, I mean, this is a big season for them because 
I think this is the first season there's real expectation now. Yeah. The first season there was nothing. Mm-hmm. Last season there was a bit, but they started so quickly that they had like they'd outperformed themselves and they just kept going. But yeah. now it's the third season, they're expecting European football again. They've got more fronts to compete on and they're expected to go far in three of the four competitions. The Champions League's kind of a free hit, but I think it will be interesting if they take a bit of a dip, how long... We don't really know how trigger-happy the owners are. We don't really know how... Obviously, the fans are buzzing, but what happens when it goes... Nothing's gone wrong yet. I still think he'll do great. I I think think he's still top tier. I think he's keep an eye on, to be honest. Um, This season, he's got to... like. So, he got to a a cup final, fair play. But Mm -hmm. Man United were clear of them in that game, which is saying something, considering we've just said... Uh, ten hogs off. He'll be off by October. <laughs> Luke's <laughs> lost his head. Um, they their Premier League. They they had some great results in there, but also had some pretty like oh yeah, it kind of fizzled know. out towards the end, didn't it? It was like oh, it's impressive that you've smashed you've smashed five past Tottenham in the first however many minutes, but then you realise oh, it's Tottenham who are also having a horrendous season. Um, I really like Eddie Howe. I I'm really pleased that they've not got rid of him yet and decided to yeah. get some a big name in because I think it was a perfect appointment and he's yeah he's paying him back to that degree. But I wouldn't put him in the same tier as your Klops and your Artetas to be honest. So I'm gonna put him in yeah. keep an eye on. I, I don't want to disparage the achievements of what he made last year. I'm not going to but I'm saying in a normal season where Liverpool, Chelsea and Tottenham probably don't perform as bad as they did again, Newcastle getting like what, like a seventh place finish? Yeah. And then where and then you look at that. But if I remember, if you look rightly, at that, and then we and Ben's uh, been like talking all about how poor the bottom half of the table were, mm. then like does it really make Newcastle look that good? And I think they were good, but I think this season they're going to get found out a little bit. I think their style of play, if they play that high press into a team that can actually play football around it, like Brighton, I think are like the perfect counterpoint. If they can. If they come up against that in the Champions League, I think they're going to get found out. I think you, a lot of European football will find them out. And I think the lack of depth in their signings this season is going to cause issues. And I don't know whether... That's not his fault. Luke, are you too scared to say sack before October? But I think he... is keeping on. I don't think he's getting sacked before October. You guys, you, you're just scared. No, 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 no there's no. people who go... To be fair, before. if he has like a bad run... Then they'll just be like, oh, it's fine. We'll just chuck bazillions of pounds. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Get like Whoever. Zidane in or something. We'll get Tuchel in or Zidane. Yeah, or we'll yeah, get, yeah, yeah. Uh, oh, no, nice, Nagelsmann, that's the one I'm thinking yeah. of. Yeah. We'll get somebody in. It'll be fine. So, so what are we think? Keep, keep an eye on. Keep an eye on. Well, they might get Ten Hag in if he gets sat before October. <laughs> <laughs> I can see it. If right. you're going to cry about it, I'll move Ten Hag. Well, where are we going? But we'll go keep an eye on. For yeah, now, yeah, no, that sounds fair. We'll put him there. Lovely jubbly. Right. Stevie Coops and Nottingham Forest. He's getting sacked for October. <laughs> yeah, I see that. I can see that. I think they struggle. Second think, season syndrome. Think 100%. Second season Luke syndrome. Been that. It's been absolutely... I, I can smell it from the from Nottingham <laughs> all the way down here. Um, yeah, he's... I think... I think he's a good manager. I think he's a good manager. I think he's a good manager. But so I th- what are we doing I, here then? Why, I, why think, are we... I think the way Forest are going is the complete opposite of his sort of whole... Diametrics, like that's not a word. <laughs> I, I don't really know. Like, it's I'm so I'm so pissed off about this Ten Hag. Yeah. He's absolutely <laughs> he lost me. his head. But um, yeah, I think he is 
he's a he's a type of manager that thrives in being able to grow and build his own players. Like he's worked with youth setups, mm. and suddenly they've got like they're bringing in like Serge Aurier, mate. Yeah, and, like, but we ignore what... that. You've got Brendan Johnson, you've got Alanga, you've got Morgan Gibbs White, you've got Tyrone. That is the kind of yeah, I, and young I, I, youth I, I see. I, I, but I just think for me, he got away with it because they brought in such high quality players mm. than the teams around them could even do. Maybe. And I think this season they're going to get found out when they probably can't afford to go out and splash however much money they did and bring in that number of players again because you can't have a squad of 55 players. Facts. What yeah. about you boys? What do you think on Stevie Coops? I agree. I think I'm the same. I think he'll they'll be down there again. I, I think they spent, they spent like you said, they spent all their money last season. They can't go again like that. And I don't think the players they're going to bring in are going to take them another step. Like he kind of, once it all got settled, he did kind of calm it down and got them over the line. But I don't think he's going to be able to take them to the next level. And I, I think at best they're in a relegation battle. And oh, he'll be gone by, by October. I think he's bottom of bang average. I'm being kind. I like Steve Coops. Um, yeah, I think he's bang average. But just because we're mean here, let's sack before October. We got our way with Tenag. <laughs> <laughs> and on the topic of sack before October, up next is Paul Heckenbottom. Wait, he's by far the worst game in the bottom. He reeks, didn't he? Yeah. He's literally got bottom in his name. <laughs> I, 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 he does, yeah. I just, like, he, he, he sort of struggles to get that outrageous Seattle United team. Illumin and Dai, Ollie McBurney, Sander Berger. Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah I just, uh, the only thing he's got that may, makes him maybe not get sacked is that Sheffield United are in such a terrible state that I don't know who would ever want to go there because hmm. they've lost and die. They've lost. It looks like Burger's going to Burnley. Their squad's yep. been decimated and they're not going to get anyone else. So when they sack him, someone's got to be absolutely out of their mind to go there. We were saying like last season, Tom, <laughs> yeah. Tommy Doyle and James McAtee were like. It's so crucial into that that midfield, yeah. and they, their team now is like ten times worse than it was exactly. at the end of last yeah. season. So I don't know what he's expected to do, but he's not the man to do it either. Yeah, I think you're expecting yeah. a lot from a pretty average manager. Yeah, we might have to re-record the, our predictions because I might put them bottom. Yeah, he didn't have a bottom. I did, but yeah, bless him, Paul Heckenbottom. See you at Job Centre in October. Yeah, September. Yeah, literally. All right. Up next, we've got the big Aussie, Angie Podstokoglu. I think this is pretty cut and dry. I think he's keeping an eye on. I don't think he's done enough to be top tier. Definitely not top tier. But I'm excited. I think there's a good vibe around Tottenham at the minute, even with Harry Kane's sort of future being uncertain. Is it bang average vibes, though? I don't think so. I I think he is a better manager than all of those in bang average. I think he's probably back right in the middle. What has he done for you to say he's a better manager than Thomas Frank and uh, bro, Marco I'm Silva. just saying... You're I've, waffling. I've seen his football. I've seen You've his seen teams play football, mate. And I think he's... And even from what you're seeing just uh, like through Tottenham's preseason, I know it's preseason, mm. you can only read into it so much, but you can see the way they're playing is so different. It is a lot more exciting football, isn't it? And so I think he's... I think that's the exact reason you've got to keep an eye on because it could go terribly wrong. But And, it, and if Spurs wanted Frank, they, they would have gone and got him. But they yeah. didn't. They got Postacoglu, so they must rate him higher. I yeah, think, but I think they also fun. couldn't win a trophy with Conte or Mourinho, who are definitely better managers than this chap who was at Celtic. And you know, like Brendan Rodgers was at Celtic, 
And he came to Leicester and he did all right. He didn't do any... He, he got... won trophies, though. They take that. He did, they... but if, they... if he did exactly what Leicester... That. Yeah, but he might be able to do it. Yeah, but that was Brendan Rodgers. It wasn't this Potts to whatever his face is. You know, like... I think what we're doing here is being very ignorant. Ignorant of foreign managers. He's... Nah, I'd say he's keeping an eye on, but... I think give him a couple of give him a couple of weeks and even Tottenham fans will be like, oh, this I think could be bang average. Right in the middle of keep an eye on. I'm gonna put him right at the yeah. end of keep I'm an eye excited on. about that. I'd rather mate, he's better. I'd keep an eye on Iraola over him. Yep. All right. Luke's fuming. <laughs> right, down to the last two here. We've got David Moyes, who just delivered European glory to West Ham. Uh, he's getting sat before October. Yeah, I agree. <laughs> I, I think that he's, he's, I agree he's as well. But You've do, like he, you've just oh, he's got to call it a day. He had to call it a day after that European and walk out on a high. Yeah, you can't get better than that. He should have left when Declan Rice left. Both of them should have just lifted the trophy and be like, "We're done here." There was like yeah. so much talk about him being sacked if they didn't win that trophy. He, they, they're lucky he did, but then they've gone and they've lost Declan, Declan Rice. Rice. No one's paid. No one's going to give them a like half as good replacement for like less than 80 million. Yeah. Because they he's know they've got the board about the transfers now. So and it's so already bad vibes. They've got Antonio and Danny Ings up top who are literally made of like my nan's backside. Like just, it's just paper mache, <laughs> mate. Exactly, mate. Just falling apart. Yeah. And like, it's just, it is what it is. He's, he's in a terrible position. I think he's a, a good manager to a point. I think he's had his Another one of those. Day? Is that another one of those high floor, low ceiling. Yeah, maybe. but it, fair play to him. He's won West Ham a European trophy, beat off some decent teams. So, you know, but he'd have been long gone if he wasn't in that trophy, wouldn't it? Like you say, yeah, oh, exactly that. Yeah, he would have been gone pretty much straight and after the loss. If just, they like lost in the semis or whatever, he's gone. And plus how bad the season was going, they would have sat and, and, there it, and the football. It, and it, you've seen it across the board with where clubs have been, maybe apart from Everton, the, the football went to go stale after a while, like. There's no invention. There's it doesn't it doesn't thrive to try and like revitalize this thing tactically. It's always the same, the same, the same. Sometimes it's different faces, but for me, I think he's in trouble. Sat before October. Yeah, after yeah. that, love to see it. And then to round it up, we got Wolves and their manager Julian Lopetegui. It's a weird one. I think he's gone as well. I, I think the vibe at Wolves is just a little bit grim, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, I think he's a good manager. I think the expectations are so low at Wolves at the minute mm. that he might actually be able to sort of do something in terms of... Yeah, yeah overachieve. Because I think the expectations were like trying to push for Europe with the last few seasons. And now that he's just falling off a cliff, everyone probably feels a bit sorry for him. Because I actually think... I think a lot of us think he's a good manager. Yeah, I think when I they think hired he... him, I was like, shit, he's actually got decent pedigree. I just think whoever's in charge of recruitment at Wolves has a, a massive problem in their head. Like, they've just... They've got... They signed Nathan Collins and then they got rid of him for like... Hmm. I don't know. I think him and Max Kummer could have been a decent <laughs> centre-back pairing. They moved to a back four now. I think we've got to give him a little bit of time. I, I, the, the football wasn't too inspiring towards yeah. the end of last season but that was the whole even since uh, Nuno Espirito Santo left the football has been dry mm. so hopefully yeah. maybe with the preseason behind him and if he can get in maybe one or two more players that he actually wants to and I think Wolves have a bit more budget than a lot of the teams that we put down there they yeah. might be alright 
Yeah, the thing is, I don't. I, I'd say he's probably playing average. He's not happy there. So, like, if yeah, he might walk before he's sacked because it just seems like the like you said, the vibe around the club is just terrible at the minute. So, I wouldn't be surprised if we start next week and, he, and he's not there already. So, mm. whether yeah, he gets sacked or wherever, wherever the club just it just seems like a mess for some reason. And there's just I, I don't know what it is because he obviously did compared to where they where they where he came in at and where they finished, he did a great job. But it seems like over the summer they've just not really given him what, what he wants, I guess. Yeah, I, think I agree. Wolves I think he's a good manager really. in a dodgy sitch. Wolves are just irrelevant, so nobody really keeps an eye on them at all. You know, like, my dad's a Wolves fan, so that's probably where I, like, <laughs> Got keep an eye on them to a degree. No, I, I like Wolves, <laughs> but, like, they just, they've sold Jimenez, they've sold yeah. Neve, they've not really bought anybody in. And they've got loads of failing attackers from all over. Like they're putting their hopes on probably for like the fifth time now, Fabio Silva to come into the Premier League because he had a decent yeah. season in the Belgian League. Like, surely they've got some money. They're not. They're not poor. Well, they spent they fifty million on Mateus Cunha. Well. Do you know? Who... Yeah, they got Mateus Cunha in on loan last season, and they made that a permanent for fifty million. And I was like, yeah. no way was his loan move good enough to warrant a fifty million yeah. pound transfer. They just buy all these like players that yeah. aren't incredible. Paid Who's quite that, a lot of money um, for them. Agent that's linked that does loads of Wolves transfer. That's what transfer. I was going to say. Like it, it stinks. It just stinks name, of yeah. like, and yeah, yeah, it reeks of him just fucking shoving like loads of under yeah, the table yeah. deals. He's probably offering like these and like being like these are the next big thing. And yeah, and I think some of the players they are bringing in are like they're, they're very much just like FM wonder kids, <laughs> and like one percent of them go on to actually be a good player. Yeah, and I and think we've <laughs> yeah, and like. I don't know. They they lost so much quality when they've lost uh, Ruben Neves. It's massive. Yeah, to lose Ruben Neves and Jean Moutinho in one summer. Yeah, that's like their entire strong yeah. midfield. And they the main issue for them was they couldn't put the ball in the back of the net. And they lost Jimenez, who he, he has taken a dive. But he but, was the only one who was going to yeah, do anything about it. They lost that. him as well. So so yeah. I, yeah, it's wobbly times at Wolves. Wow. We're at the end of our tier list. What a ride it's been. An emotional roller coaster. So I quickly run through what we've got and where we've got them. If you want to. He's fuming. Right, sacked before October. We've got Paul Heckenbottom, Stevie Cooper, Julian Lopetegui, David Moyes, and one Eric Ten Hag. It's going to be a busy couple of months. If <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, looking at it now, we've been very mean. You should have made that sack before Christmas. We could have possi- we could possibly... We've literally given it like a month. <laughs> Bang oh. average. We've got Rob Edwards. We've got Sean Dyche, Roy Hodgson... Vincent Company, Marco Silva, and Thomas Frank. Keep an eye on. We've got Angie Postacoglu, Ireola, Eddie Howe, Pochettino, and Emery. And then the top tier managers in the Prem at the moment are Roberto De Zerbi, Mikel Arteta, and Jurgen Klopp. And then there's one goat, and that's Pep Guardiola. I'd have De Zerbi ahead of Mikel Arteta. Oh. Should we have a couple of rejigs? Where do we ten hog stuff? Yeah, should we should we go back on no, ten hog? No, what do I, we think? I mean, I, you've made your bed lie in it. You just got to back it now. I'm happy. No, I, I think that list is perfect. I'm happy with that list. Yeah, I'm happy I, with that list. I'm, yeah, I'm. I'm so, happy about the Coglu, but I'll get over it. I'm sure. Wait, you think he's bang average still? I still think he's bang average. I'd put him in bang average, but I'm saying that's me with I'm my saying, Arsenal tinted. I'm goggles, saying he's got to so keep an eye on. Great. I think Deserby ahead of Arteta. Nah, that is. Just I think not a Poch thing. may be into top tier. This yeah. guy's got so many howlers for a Yeah, minute. and I think. Yeah, All right, reeks. Um, boys, it's been an absolute pleasure to have you on. 
Um, we definitely got to do it again because this was a good laugh. Um, do you want to shout out your podcast and where you can get it and all that good stuff? Yeah, the, just the Corridor of Uncertainty podcast on all your like uh, audio platforms. So wherever you'd find your pod- podcast, normally we're there. Um, and at the Corridor Pod on Twitter, if you want to find us there. If anyone, anyone's listening that wants to jump on as a guest, um, it, yeah, it's just been great to come on. So thank you for having us. Yeah, cheers, guys. Yeah, thank you very much, boys. Their podcast is absolutely fantastic. So make sure you do check it out. Everything will be linked down below. And guys, thank you very much for watching this video. I hope you're all as excited for the seasons we are. When this comes out, it's probably already started. So uh, yeah, probably. Yeah, get involved. Make sure you hit that like button, subscribe, and just absolutely going for these guys next on that Ten Hag because that is <laughs> that's outrageous. <laughs> Fuck Ten Hag, boys. It's been Bordraw. Thank you very much, and it's live.